Welcome to the show that we don't have a name for yet, but we'll figure it out at some point. I am with Catherine Dando, and my name is Nancy Hopkins, and we're recording on 222-2021. That's interesting. numbers, yeah. (laughs) And um, we don't have an agenda here. We're just going to sit down and, and see what, you know, spirit or our own intuition tells us where we need Whatever. to go. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> now, the question I had just asked um, Catherine was, you know, everything's good over there because she's on, well, she's six, six hours ahead of me. So I said, yeah. you know, everything good over there. And you started to tell me something that was really, really, I thought, profound. So you remember where you were? <laughs> yeah. I was saying that as long as we're at home in our own bubble, as they call it, in your own niche, your own oasis, focusing on your own game, your family, the things you fill your day with, you know, your work, your passion, your food, you know, your family, then all is well, actually. It's only the moment that you step out of that bubble to go to the grocery store or do any, you know, um, diligence outside or when you put on the TV, of course, which I do once a week just to check if there's anything that we really, really like on a need-to-know basis. Uh, Then you kind of get yanked out of your bubble of peace and well-being, and you see the charade going out on outside and, you know, how people react to that. Because a lot of the people, especially here where I'm at in Europe, um, are being indoctrinated and programmed by the narrative, almost 24 hours a day. So it's very hard to escape and and step out of that program because they're like under a spell. This is how I see it and how I perceive it. And you see that I love going for walks and um, so does my partner. So what we do, you know, the weekend is go for long walks and Usually we find beautiful pieces of nature, forest, you know, and just walk and connect with nature and talk and just, you know, chill, really enjoy it. And then then when you come onto crossroads on trails where you see people, most people who are going deep into the forest are more like-minded or I think like vibrational people who connect with nature and just want to go out there and disconnect from this charade, I call it. Uh, disconnect from the program but then when you go to the store or something you realize then you really touch base with that so-called reality where people are actually not that kind anymore everybody's walking on eggs you know completely tight uptight under the spell of the program and you know busy with checking whether you're wearing your mask in the right way or not and whether you're keeping the right distance and what you're buying and how you're behaving you know you feel like observed it does not feel nice at all and it's a it's a it's a it feels like a glitch in the system to me very often Uh, I don't like going to the supermarket I don't like um, being around people and before I used to be very social I love being around people and socialize and talk and connect and 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 make these heart connections and, and smile at people and laugh and have a good conversation and now I'm very grateful that I can do that the way we're doing it right now through, you know, social media or, um, you know, the devices we use to do it um, remotely. But I do miss the part where you sit in front of one another or next to one another and have coffee or tea and, you know, laugh about certain things or have interesting conversations just face to face. So I do miss that, and I think a lot of us miss that, and we have to focus on the things we can be grateful for, such as the, you know, the good side of um, the technical devices. Everything's polarity-based, so, you know, the technology brings good and bad. It's a double, uh, double-edged knife. But going out of the bubble sometimes freaks me out. And when I say the bubble, I mean my my bubble of well-being in the house, you know. So I do feel that besides going to the park, I'm I'm reluctant to go out. I really do. I wish I could just order everything online. And in the States, it's super easy to do that. You cannot leave the house for months if you choose to. But here it's um, 
more of an old uh, old school system where you know there's a lot that you cannot do from your computer you really have to go out and go get it yourself so it's really interesting to see that duality in uh, in the reality yeah you know I've been seeing well we've been for years yeah I mean you know 10 years talking in terms of reality I wrote a book cosmic reality uh the book was it starts out with it really goes through the rules of cosmic reality and the first rule is reality is what we think it is Mm. you know and the second rule is majority wins the (laughs) the third rule is anyone in charge of a given reality will keep everybody else from knowing rule one and two Mm. wow Mm mm-hmm now, the concept that, that your reality is not only what you perceive, but what you project. Right. Is so, I mean, there used to be all sorts of versions of it, you know, but now it's the per- people that will wear the masks and the people that won't. Right. You know, it's it's very strange to see how... We we are starkly broken up into two realities, right? And when I look at it, the question is, why is to us our reality is so absolutely stark in our faces? We see it. We see the problems, but we also mm-hmm. see the solutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why are these other people? You know, just, you can't, there's no way that you can get through to them that mm-hmm. you're living in a hoax. Right. You're, it's not, not it, was, it was a lie to begin with, but now they've taken right. the lie to an extreme place. And the, Oh, yeah. You know, you, say that. <laughs> you, know, and so. you can't get through to these people. No. So there's an awful lot of, um, uh, let's say, knowing individuals in our reality, my reality at least, you know, the reality that, you know, yes, there is a terrible reality over there, but it's not ours. We are disengaging from it, and we're trying to figure out how to disengage everybody else, okay? Amen. What do we do? But there's a lot of people, including myself, that says, don't waste your time. Because right now... It's it. Those are distractions. We can't seem to break through. We will break through if we can build our reality faster and stronger, so that it draws them in and out of that instead of trying to wake them up to create what we're creating. Mm. We just have to create it. Right. Focus on that which we want to create. The reality we want to manifest and to live in. Because as you said, it's like, you know, when somebody's drowning and um, you try to pull them out, but if you don't have a very good position of strength, uh, like if you wouldn't be tied to a tree or something, what's going to happen is because they're drowning, uh, they're going to pull you under and you're both going to drown. And I, I see that um, with all those people who are, it, it's, it's a form of, maybe it's a harsh word, but some some of them I see like zombies, you know, they're completely indoctrinated, programmed, you know, in this little rat wheel of uh, looking or watching and, and listening to the mainstream media four or five times a day. So they can't get out of it. You know, even if you show the monster right in front of them, they won't be able to see it because they've they're wearing the pink glasses. So it's true. I, I've, I've been yeah, to a certain extent fighting this uh, in my own family. Um. And it's hard because when it's your family, it's close to the heart. And um, there's a part of you that assumes that they will get you and that they will allow um, the door to open for you to pass on the information. And they will at least listen to you and, you know, try to use their discernment, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't work, you know. And then it's like I'm just wasting my breath, my energy I, I, I feel frustrated that I can't wake them up, that I can't help them, that they can't, that they won't 
listen, they won't uh, think out of the box. And then I realized it's, it's not that they don't want to, it's just they can't anymore. They're so deep into that pit. I, I sometimes I, I, I don't know if it's losing, it's not losing faith, but it does feel like losing hope sometimes, you know. I'm like, no matter what I say, no matter what I show, black on white, proof, come on, I do my research, I'm putting it all in front of you, documented, you know, not just hoo-ha, you know, like black and white on a piece of paper, logic, common sense, and still you get a no. And that is hard. And I think a lot of people are going through this, you know, when you have people in your circle or in your family, especially mem family members that you cannot get through and that are, it's like you can't be in the same reality anymore for some reason because you're in your bubble and you want to, you know, uh, do, I'm like, I do not partake in this charade. I'm saying, no, I'm choosing light. I'm choosing love. I'm choosing abundance. I'm choosing health. I'm choosing, um, you know, to pray and to meditate and to live a healthy and a wholesome life. And I don't uh, want to go down there, but each time you connect with those people and of course you want because you love them, right? Uh, it's as if they're trying to pull you into their pool and it's a, uh, it's a tough one. And then you've got to make choices and decisions. And I've, at times I just feel I want to cut the course and that may sound harsh, but um, I think more people can um, relate to that feeling and I've talked about it with other friends and they've gone through, a lot of women are going through the same thing, whether it's with, um, you know, mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters, spouses, you know, or close friends. Um, I think that, in fact, um, what I'm recommending people do is not necessarily cut the, the ties, the emotional love ties, but mm. stop trying to convince them. Just don't discuss right. it. Let him go. Let him go. You know, yeah. be polite, talk about the, the dogs, the cats, uh, the Time. weather. <clears throat> you can't even yeah, talk about work. Yeah. You can't even talk about sports anymore. But um, <laughs> one of the things that I think is, it seemed very powerful, was I was listening to um, two women talking, and they were talking about the vaccinations. And... One of the one of the women said, you know, she said, I've gotten to the point where I they just don't just exactly what we're here. We're talking about nothing I say makes a difference in them. So she and her partner, who were the caregivers of the family, somebody had a problem, they would be there to help them. They went to the family and they said, look, it, if you take that, then don't come to us because that was your decision, and we're not going to have our lives complicated and brought down trying to help you health-wise because you made that decision. So no upfront, we cannot help you. Mm. And so the other woman who said, well, what happened, would they say? And she said, um, well, some of them just, yeah, okay, fine. You know, she said, but, but some of them um, said, no, I am not. And another group of them said all right send, give me the information right you know mm -hmm. because they were demonstrating how deeply important it was to them to the point mm -hmm. that i still love you but it's your decision and i'm not going right. to pick up after you and then uh dr jan uh jennifer daniels she said to, to on the last podcast she did she was and i'm paraphrasing here but she basically said that, okay, so um, I'm telling you that you don't want to do this under any circumstances, but you say I have to take it. Right. She said, so what you need to do before you do that is make sure you've got health insurance. Make sure your your affairs are in order. Right. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like the same kind of tough love <laughs> thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so, um, I, yes, I have family that, oh, I got my, you know, thing mm -hmm. and I, I know that their response is normally with the people around them. Oh, congratulations. You know, Friends, when they're on another page, you know, when they, when they live in that other reality and, 
and they kind of want to drag you. And the, the interesting thing is, it's like when you have um, loved ones, people you care for, you want to wake them up and like get them into your boat, right? Because you want what's best for them. And they do the same thing because they love you and they are convinced that they, they are right, right? So they also want to look out for you and they want to convince you of their story. So it's so interesting to see the same thing just from two different angles. And everybody's trying to do the right thing, believing that their way is the best way. And by doing so, very often I feel like in a later stage, and you can see that already here happening, um, they're creating these things which are like uh, telephone lines and applications they're creating for people to kind of rat out other people that are not following the rules. Uh, very extreme, interesting. They're going to saying that they're going to give out bonuses and all that kind of stuff. So some people will fall for that. And people who love you might throw you under the bus because of the program. So it's pretty weird what's going on. Very, very strange, very sick, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the two realities is going to win, that's for sure. You know, because, um, my, well, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, I, somebody on one of my, uh, videos on YouTube decided that I didn't understand the definition of insane and they're, you know, making the, uh, connection that, you know, by used calling people insane, you're, you know, you're, you're hurting mentally, you know, hurt people, you know, people that are have mental problems and I'm going like <laughs> no they are insane they have mental problems you know this is insanity you cannot walk away from it but where's the insanity coming from you know and that's what's so sad about it is we know that the insanity is coming from the outside it's not it's not something that they are generating within their own you know body complex body mind complex it's yeah. that they are being programmed. And we've exactly. done shows on on patents. There's, you know, hundreds of patents on mind control right. that go way, way back. And it's not there. And you can watch the progression. I mean, how many people on the planet know about these things? It's like a tiny, weeny, tiny group, you know. And that's the, the great thing, uh, like shows like you're doing and now a lot of other people are bringing that truth forth they're 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 speaking the truth they're they're sharing these stories of all these things that are going on behind the scenes actually blatant in in our faces because they actually really portray and show what they're doing uh, if you watch netflix or anything like that the entertainment is full of the truth people are thinking it's oh my god it's entertainment it must be just you know fiction and fairy tales no they are showing you what they're doing the agenda they're rolling out it's open in the open you know and people still don't see it it's very interesting how people can be under such a spell the button yes the button <laughs> all right there we go the button <laughs> um the 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 okay so um on saturday show jan uh shaw said to me you know, she's, she's, she's quite, she says, what is the difference between those people that are so controlled? Because I don't watch the mass media anymore, but I watched it for a decade, okay? And I would go from show to show, not because I was believing it, but because I wanted to know what they were programming. And yet all of that saturation of watching... Show after show, after, knew all the hosts, everything, you know, on every station. For eight hours a day, the television would be on the news. Why didn't I get captured by it? What was the difference between me and the average person? Why didn't it captivate yeah. me? And so I'm sitting here, and you know how it works. You know, you go, yeah, why didn't that happen? All of a sudden, I'm getting this download, and I see a crystal in, like, in the middle of my chest, not, okay. not upper, but more lower, you know, more like just where the stomach starts, you know. And it's a crystal. On the okay. All right. 
and um, mm-hmm. looking at this thing, and I'm realizing, okay, so it it's putting out, and it's an energy thing. It's it's such an intense energy field that it actually within the 3D acts like a crystal. And this is my interpretation of it. But it's um, putting out a field of energy that when this programming, this energetic programming comes into my field, it's jammed. I've got something yeah. internal to me that is protecting me from this outside control. And so then I, I sat back and I started scanning Jan and Dolly, who were, were on the show with me, and I went, oh, wow. You know, they've got it too. And then so then I'm going like, Okay, and then Jan starts to talk to me, and I said, "Well, let me tell you what answer I got for you." And I just I tell her what I had just had gotten down, you know, and she says, "Well, I said, but oddly enough, I said they've got the crystal in them; it's just not turned on." And so then Dolly and and Jan start talking about this, and they both came to the conclusion that it wasn't turned on, turned on because it wasn't time. So I found that very interesting, and well, that, they had quite a conversation about it, a timing, everything in its own well, time. Well, it does make sense. I, I'm not aware of the crystal, but um, just on an energetic level for me, I, I do believe that, you know, in the great scheme from source, I think there is a certain plan and there is a, a balance. It has to be maintained somehow on this polarity-based reality or in this polarity-based reality. And um, that in order to keep that balance between, let's call it dark and light, just or yin and yang, whatever you want to call it, um, I've always heard since I was a child, and I've seen that in dreams and visions, that there are a certain amount of pillars or anchors human beings that carry a certain frequency that keep the balance and they're spread all over the planet. And some of these beings or people, actually human beings incarnated in flesh and blood um, carry such a high vibrational frequency that they somehow uh, are those pillars or these anchors that keep the balance, no matter how much darkness and how much shit they pull. Excuse my English. Um, And I've had the, I call it like a blessing to meet one of those people. And when you're in the neighborhood of somebody who has such a high vibrational frequency, they're very um, specific and special people. They, 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 they don't live very normal lives. But just being in their frequency field, it's amazing. It's, I can't even describe it with words. Then you realize that, you know, thinking if you compare yourself, you know, um, we as people are trying, you know, in our little spiritual group, we try to maintain our frequency as high as possible and we do whatever we can to keep it there. And we think we are like, you know, vibing higher than most people around us, blah, blah, blah. And we have this spiritual ego once in a while that pops up, you know, we're also human. And once you sit in the presence of such a being, you realize, oh my gosh, we still have such a long way to go. But it's it's possible because I've met, someone like that and I think those people make sure that this whole thing just doesn't um, implode or explode Um, and then you've got the others of course because we are on a polarity based planet you know and I think those people who have that were born with it maybe just incarnated with that purpose of maintaining the light the frequency uh, we have different levels so maybe you and I and people we um call our sisters and brothers and we connect with, you know, uh, we all have maybe that thing, that program or frequency within us as an anchor also beaming out a certain amount of light or certain frequency that might spark uh, the light within others without doing too much, just being, you know, uh, the best version of uh, what we can in this uh, awareness and consciousness. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that I think that there are a lot more of those people than, not of the stature of the individual that you met, but I think that your definition that you just went through encompasses a tremendous number of human beings. It's just that we haven't recognized them because, like my sister, 
Okay, I've got uh, I'm the oldest of ten, so I've got like you know four sisters, and my sister Mary is like mm-hmm. so. She 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 just radiates love and goodness, and this isn't you know this is organic to her. This is who she is, and she is not the only one. There are a tremendous number of people that are average people going through life with no, making no waves and not really seemingly making an imprint on 3D. They're not in the spotlight. They're doing their work just by being and living just their Just by being lives. and living, exactly. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Nancy. And I've had the pleasure, thank God, of meeting quite a lot of those people, beautiful people, you know, with big hearts and, and yes, they are not in the in the spotlight. They're just living their lives, you know, taking care of their families and doing whatever it is they do in this lifetime. But they they ripple out. Well, this one person, yeah, this one yeah. person said to me, you know, I just, you know, she said I so admire what you do because you do influence people in a, you know, in numbers. And I said, oh no, honey, you know, you don't understand how important you are. We would not be yeah. here. I would not be able to do what I do if it wasn't for you. That's you so anch- you have anchored in the love. You have anchored yeah. in the the pure essence of God created humanity. That's yeah. what that's what allowed us to 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 find a way through God's you know ultimate knowledge of everything. I mean you know. If you really understand the the whole complexity of life, we, you realize that you're only one little sliver of God. But yep. every single sliver of God combined yep. makes God. So mm-hmm. you need Amen. to you need you need to understand the duality of the things that people get on, in a human way. You know, that's God too. We we you know. I have this theory that the first thing that God did was create angels. Because in understanding that by giving the life force of the the soul creator into creation at the 3D level, you take Mm -hmm. the chance of all of a sudden at the 3D level they don't believe in God. Boom. Done deal. No life. No universe, you know. So he created, she created, he, they, uh, you know, the force created the angels who kind of maintain a watch over the balance, like we say, between the the dark and the light. Uh And, you know, I mean, if you just, God has got, God will always win because the light always has to win because the light is what creates omniscient yeah you know you talk about an ai well what or or you know they want because the the real thing about why are they doing all this they want this transhumanism crap it's all based on an ai intelligence you know maybe the devil maybe ai is the devil maybe silicon versus organic is is the question here i don't know but i do know that the 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 concept of creation requires a certain love mind energy and AI can take and absorb all the knowledge created, but it cannot create. No, because there's no emotional body. There's no energetic body. You there's no they don't peace. have the energy. Exactly. You know, so, so that's basically, you know, so God's not going to let that happen. You know, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like a, uh, God's always going to win. God's got our back, and we're always going to win. But we have to go through this learning process because if you're God, you're supposed to know everything. So you got to experience everything. So you break yourself into a thousand different examples of how life can be mm. to create, to know, to you know. <laughs> yeah, I. So I also think that when I look at the whole thing, as far as I can see, sense, feel, and hear, and listen and tune in, I look at it as um, expansion of consciousness, of consciousness, of source energy in all possible ways, levels, uh, fields, you know, in all dimensions. 
um, all possibilities, and we label them as dark or light. But if you look at it from the grand um, overview, maybe you don't see the polarity. It's just part of the, the oneness. Uh, if you go back to source, back to oneness, then you know everything flows from there. Um, and some things we may perceive as evil, but the one who is creating this may not see this as evil. So it also depends on the perspective and the program you're running because the, the and I'm not saying this is a good thing or I'm not trying to um, say it's okay to do so. Okay, don't get me wrong, but I've listened once to a very interesting um, episode of, um, what's her name? Uh, the woman who uh, channels Abram Hicks, um, Law of Attraction or something. I, Esther, Esther Hicks, I think is her name. And she was doing some kind of a rampage. And, and she said, um, when you look at, when we, because she speaks in, in plural, you know, we as a consciousness or a group of conscious, I don't know. Anyway, the point was that she said, or channeled, that when they look at the consciousness of a killer, she said the moment that he or she decides to take the life of someone, even if it's in a very cruel way, there's this split second where they take that or make that decision and then go over to the action where the only reason they do this, if you go all the way back to the core, right, is because they think consciously slash unconsciously to a certain level that it's going to make them feel better, even if it's for a split second. And this is the, the, the core of whatever we do in life. We think it's going to make us feel better because everybody's looking for love and feeling better. And to some people that's eating a bucket of ice cream, and weirdly enough, to some people, it is eliminating, for example, the so-called enemy they have or they perceive they have, you see? So it's it's very, very complicated thing. Uh, God, it must be a tough job to be source energy. I can't grasp it, no matter how much I try. That's funny. <laughs> He's so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, the more, you know, I, I agree with you totally that, you know, it, it is very complicated. And that's why we have to really focus on ourselves. I mean, right. you know, it, it's a, our reality is our reality. Regardless of what Source may be doing or not doing, Source is doing it through me. So mm -hmm. if if I say to to myself, well, I don't want to have to have things that make me feel good... I want to feel good. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. focus on what you're emotionally feeling. In other words, mm -hmm. the reason that I think that, because I, I agree with, with that assessment, that people get into that, the need to feel good, is because they're not, they're not making themselves feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they absolutely do not understand the power that they are. You have to go outside right. to make yourself feel good? No. You no. are your own creator. It's co-creation. You are the creator of your reality. What do you want it to be based on? But they were told a different story since they came out of the womb. The moment they got out of the cradle, you know, and they were forced into a school system where they teach you the opposite of being a powerful co-creator. They try to, as soon as they can, disempower you and you know, shove the software program into your brain that you are dependent on a system and you have to obey and follow rules because if not, you will get punished. And this is what the main problem is, according to how I see things. Um, I think there was a, a, a group of people I met and they were heavily into unschooling and I didn't really understand the concept. And um, her son was... 16 and yes he had you know an earring and some dyed hair and whatever and I kind of had a very quick judgment around it because I was like but how can you unschool your child don't they need the basics of ABC and blah 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 and whatever you know because I was programmed you know traditional system as well so and I I realized after having a talk I sat down with the 16 year old the end of the evening and I had a conversation with this boy 
And I was blown away. You know, he had so much consciousness and he had a, a free mind, you know, a free spirit. He could make a decision and think. He had creative thinking. And his appearance was a little bit maybe, you know, shocking to a certain extent. But hey, you know, he was a teenager. But wow, what a beautiful free brain he had. And I understood uh, a little bit more of the concept of not putting your child through this mainstream indoctrination of the school system, but just allowing them to unfold naturally. And of course, they got homeschooled with A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and, you know, the basics that we need to know how to read and write and da, 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 da. But there was so much, I mean, way more room for creativity and, and focusing and allowing the natural um, abilities that this child came in with to unfold and to allow and to give the space for that. It was amazing. And I thought about that. Imagine if all the kids would have, you know, our future, the kids would have that ability to grow up in an environment where they don't have to struggle for food or a roof over their head. They're not programmed and indoctrinated and they have the freedom to explore what is innately powerful um, in them as talents and gifts and, and, um, yeah, power sources. That is something I think about a lot, and I try to do it with my own son, but it's not easy. Are you familiar with Anastasi and the ringing uh, cedar trees of Russia? Uh, I've heard the story. Okay, um, a few years ago, myself and my partner, Walt Silva, we went and did read the books and then did like a book review you know it's 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 on youtube for those that might want to see it on cosmic reality youtube station uh anastasia ringing cedar i think either way but it's just a fascinating perspective on let's say a different reality one that is so very much tied with nature you know i mean it's it's like the old school the old the way that the first humans, you know, interacted with nature and nature spirits and, you know, just yes. the, the, that whole... Yes. Yeah. Well, she... The reason the books came came to be was because um, of a guy whose name is Escaping Victor Mayers, I think it is. But he went and had this whole... As a matter of fact, uh, they became lovers and they have a son together. But the story was written by him. And a lot of what he put out was concerning the concept of domains and local connection to nature, domains being where your family is and how you you have this, uh, I think it's a hectare, like it's, it's about an acre, let's say, and you've got this land, and if you do the land and you plant it this way, that land will nourish you, and, you know, I mean, it's just wonderful, but also involved was the way that you te- you you treat children and out of that has come a school uh let's say i i don't even know how to explain it it's sort of like it it's to taking this concept of allowing the children to become all that they can become and so, so in this school environment the teachers are there to as a source of information. They don't tell the children what to do. And exactly. They just offer something for them it, to choose and pick from. Yeah. Right. And one of the um, projects that they had was that, you know, they said, well, we need to make, we need to uh, create a, a bigger building, right? And so they just, we're going to make, you got to make a bigger building. And so these kids, and they, they range, you know, their age ranges, you know, from, uh, elementary type up till high school it seems um, I don't know that much about it I just was introduced to it you know but the um, the kids built this building that w- was just absolutely yeah. phenomenal and they I yeah. mean but they learned all the necessary things from masonry to electric work yep. but that's so, the beauty and I think we all have that in us but it just it's like these these strings and waves of frequency we have in us and they are emanating and radiating and then the moment we come out it's like as if there's some i don't know creature and just goes 
cuffs them. Okay, no, let's not do that. You know, let's tie them up and put you into the program. You know, it's very sad because you do meet people that still have these beautiful waves of energy, you know, expanding from their core and they, they flow through life and they create and they live fully present. And that's beautiful to, um, it's inspiring to aim for that and to hopefully be able to create that kind of environment as much as we can for our offspring and family. Yes. And we have such a, it's like, it's an opportunity. I mean, maybe God was just bored. You know, I sometimes think about that. God is bored, you know. And okay, so so assume that your source field um, is all knowing and all powerful, you know. And so you're sitting there and you're going like, she's some kind of like, what could I do? And all of a sudden, because you said, what could I do? You start creating and bush, you're all powerful. There's so like, you know, we're a daydream of God as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's like, holy my God. Look at some people or stories of people, and I'm like, maybe the gods up there went like, what would happen if we add A and B? Let's see. Poof. You know, and it's like, oh, and they're laughing their butt off because, you know, it's just, they, I used to hear the story when I was a child. It was a beautiful storyteller, a teacher of mine, and she said, um, and I think it's also in the Quran and in the Bible. I'm not 100% on this, but I think I've read it in one of the scriptures that, um, a, a lifetime of a human being, an average lifetime of a human being, is an eye wink or an eye blink in the eye, in, in the eyes or in the time span of God, because we have the concept of time, but it's different, you know, in other realities. So if you think about that, then all this so-called suffering, all the the years of whatever we go go through as human beings, whether it's trauma or bliss, could just be a few seconds in reality. So, you know, if you have a nail in your foot for a second. It's doable, but if you have the nail in your foot for sixty years, it's a different ball game. You see? Sorry. No, it's 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 true. I mean, but I look back and think in terms of okay. Let, let's let's just let's just look at like um, the story of Christ. Okay, Jesus. If you weren't brought up with that story, and somebody said to you. You know, there was this dude, and he got killed, and he got raised from the dead, and, you, you know, you'd think they were stark raving mad. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people who hear that story think that, you know. Yeah. And that's very normal. We hear stories from other cultures, and we're like, what? So, yeah, it's true. But to them, a story that is totally sci-fi weirdness to somebody that has never heard it before, has built, uh, you know, an empire of the Vatican. So if, if you, you know, if you're questioning whether or not the concept of mind control over people is crazy and not, you know, obtainable, just look at your own reality. Your banks, your banks have convinced you that, that you've got money in your pocket. It's a piece of paper. It's worthless. No, and the funny thing is, the more zeros you have, the more power you have. Yeah. Because if you have one dollar in the bank, you're no one. But if you add six to seven or eight zeros to that one dollar, you own the world. So it's interesting that money concept, that power concept, that concept of so-called you know um freedom which is very limited of course uh it's it's the older um or the more mature you get and the more information you get on all these topics the crazier it seems you know the whole enchilada it's just absurd (laughs) most people don't even go there because it's too much for them and i understand that because i had these conversations at some point uh with my mom And I gave her just like, I don't know, 5% or something. And just going to the stories of E.T. phone home, that's what I call it, you know, the um, non-human things. um, It was too, it's for a lot of people, it's too much. They can't handle it because they're so um, programmed in that little bubble that this is the reality. This was a story you've been told since you were born and this is it. 
and there's nothing more to it, you know. And if the just the thought of there being something more to it, or or, or like lots, which is the case, it's too fright. It's it's frightening. It's scary. It's too much, and it it it, it pierces the bubble of illusion they're living in, and it and they just choose not to. They just they, they prefer this thing called ignorance is bliss, you know. To them, it is in a way. They just choose not to hear the other side of the story. And I do understand to a certain extent. I I don't want to. I don't choose to live like that because once you go down the rabbit hole, you can't go back. But for some people, I respect it and I understand it. I I, I truly do. Well, I. I go back to what I what I said, you know, what we talked about in the first part of the show, was that I understand. I've got sister. My my the good sister took a vaccination. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yes, there is a programming in that thing that is so awful that mm-hmm. it's like they tell you that you know, and if you understand what it is. You go, oh wow, you know, and you know that they've got yeah. maybe five years of life left. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. this is this, this is the stark yeah. science. However, we can't go to that reality. We have to go to it because we don't have five years. We got to fix this thing long before they start dropping dead, and then we can go. Well, you know, it was no. We got to stop this now, and so yeah. it's kind of a, a we're because we are the type of people we are that we don't want to just walk away we don't want to you know lose everybody you know we don't want that we don't want that negative scenario we have got to step up we have to take Mm -hmm. the responsibility to be all we can be so that when somebody says that to you you can focus on that situation and say but they only took sailing sailing being salt water that they only took sailing You can do this. We can do this. Now, the question of free will, do we have the right to do that? Yes, because that person is not really executing free will because they're under control. Exactly. Amen. I I, I totally agree. And they are in my reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're a projection of our consciousness as well. Well, wherever, they're in my reality, and I'm not going to allow this in my reality. And if people... The more people that do this, the more people that think this. And as we build a new reality, we're not going to have to convince them. You know, when No, and there's another thing. Um, when we send, for example, I remember my teacher, my Reiki teacher in the old days, she had something that I never forgot. She said, when you are sending uh, Reiki or symbols or any kind of, you know, um, etheric waves uh, with the intention and the purpose of, Uh, the highest good and healing to a person, even if you do not have permission, you set the intention that you ask permission to the higher self and then you release it um, with the permission of God in the sense of for the highest good of all. And then if that, for some reason, that consciousness or that soul doesn't uh, resonate with this frequency and chooses to go the other way or chooses a lower frequency for some reason that we might not understand, then somehow the, the 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 overall intelligence of the great consciousness will work its way around it, that that energy that we're sending, uh, based from love, will not be lost. It will go to somewhere where it will be warmly received, and then it will not affect, if it really is a no-no, um, that person that maybe on a soul level or consciousness level does not give permission and maybe needs that experience. Because sometimes I've also noticed when you try to heal people especially in the beginning in your first years you want to heal the world right you want to help everyone and then you start tuning into higher selves and you want to help someone who has a certain physical issue and then I remember very clearly it was in Miami and that soul the 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 oversoul came through and the channeling I got was like please you know butt out because you're actually not helping through this healing this person needs to go through this experience uh, and on a soul and, and a conscious level. So just step away, let it occur. If not, they have to go through the whole thing again. And that was a very big eye opener because we cannot see the big picture. We only see little bits and pieces of the story. 
Yes, and that's why I say I don't I don't send healing energy to the person. I focus on the saline solution in the syringe. Yeah. <laughs> because, you yeah. know, they didn't ask to be put in that jeopardy in a 3D right. way. And Yeah, because they think they're getting something beneficial. Right, yeah. right. So, um and I believe in the power of the mind and the power of focus. That you can change things, yes. And all I'm saying, it's 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 like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna help you uh, heal from a gunshot wound because you put the gun to your to yourself. You know, I'm not gonna do that. But I will I will make sure that the first bullet that goes off doesn't fire, and gives you that fraction of a second to make the 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 decision yourself. If the if the oversoul of an individual says no, I want them to go through this. This is part of the, you know, well, fine. Then you have the responsibility of making that thing what you need it to be to make your story. In my story, no, I know I have the power to make it into saline. And that's what I focus on. You know, it's it's like, no, we're not going to put this. No, 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 we're not going to kill everybody because we got, got, no, we're not going to zombie them. No, 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 we're not going to do that. We don't have the time. You know, in some other storyline, in some other reality, fine. You know, carry it out. There's stories all over the universe. There's multiple planets. There's multiple us. It's all, I mean, it's so complicated. Mm -hmm. It's true. So many levels. We just got to focus on us. In our reality, mm-hmm. and say no. In our reality, it's all saline. You know, we know what it's yep. supposed to do, but it's all saline because we're building a new yep. reality—a reality that has an acknowledgement that that is the power of human beings. It goes back to those three rules. The third rule: anybody in charge of a given reality will keep you in limbo. As far as your mind goes, your consciousness, it'll do everything to control, to stop you from thinking, because that's the ultimate enemy. And why? Well, because if you think something, that's what it is, and they're making you think all this awfulness Uh is happening. It's the biggest weapon, you know, that mind control through entertainment and media and schooling and all the other things, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's smart, though. It's very, very, very intelligent and smart. I've got to give them that. Well, they're, now they've uh, taken it to the next step where they're censoring everybody. They're trying to yep. stop the message from getting through. And that's just it's, foolishness. Uh, because the more they do that, the, it's, almost, it's almost like the, they're self-destructing. Because it is in your face. They're not holding back. They're showing who they are and what they're doing. They're not about it. I'm going to tell you a funny story so yesterday, I got sent a picture of someone in Holland, and there's a, it's like a recreational park or something, you know, it's a forest, a big piece of land where people just go in the weekends to walk in the forest with their dog and their family and have picnics, whatever. Anyway, so now, this famous place somewhere in Holland, I don't exactly know where, uh, had a huge billboard in front of the entrance with a gigantic um, QR code, and guess what? From now on, if you want to go walk in the park with your family, please scan this QR code and make sure you can prove that you have been tested and you're COVID-free before you go walk with your family and show the, um, I don't know, there's some kind of guard that's supposed to check your QR code. I looked at that and I laughed and I thought, oh my God, I can't believe this. You know, in a little while from now, maybe we can't go to the bathroom anymore before you scan a QR code, making sure you're, you know, what is whatever free, you know? I mean, it is insane. This is happening in Holland right now. And people are, I don't know, taking it. Can you believe that? I don't know. I don't know. See, see this button. Okay, people, pe- people know. But this button, it'll work doing certain things, and then all of a sudden it decides, no, now that's not going to work. It's crazy. I mean, it's just... <laughs> got a mind of a... Right, but uh, there's enough background noise that, you know, I don't want to keep it open when you're talking. Um, so this, this does not surprise me at all. You know, I mean, they're, they're planning to do that here. 
Um, however, it's none of it's going to work because there's too many people awake in America. I can't, you know, judge the rest of the world. There's an awful lot of people awake, that's for sure. But it, God's got, you know, we talk about the plan. Trust the plan. You might have heard us, you know, we're people. Well, Lynn Wood, who's a, uh, a lawyer and, you know, really, really, <laughs> you know, he's out there. Um, somebody said to him, okay, so what's the story? Is there a plan? You know, it was an interview. And Lynn said, yes, 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 there's a plan. It's God's plan. God's plan, amen. Okay, yes. and that the people that are in enacting it are following God's plan. And I found that to be <clears throat> really very, very um, powerful concept is, you know, trust your gut. Don't, you know, don't bust, because if you keep trying to, to teach people the truth to wake them up, you're going to destroy your relationship. I can tell you that because yeah. I've destroyed some. Well, quite a few. Yeah. You know, and and that's okay. You. you know, that's okay. But now it's like I don't I don't get into people's faces, I don't say anything. You know, I don't I don't I try not to get myself into those positions, I just avoid. <clears throat> you know, but because to to put that energy into trying to it always ends up in the same routine. They're screaming at me. They, because of the screaming, at least I'll shut up. They don't want to hear it. So I'm not going. I'm not going to irritate you. I'm not going to break the love connection I have with you. You know, because I think you're 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 you could be damning the entire planet. I'm not going to do that. I want a T-shirt that says, "I'm only trying to save your ass." <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and and so, but we have got to focus on ourselves, getting our self stable of us being antennas beaming out, you know, the love energy, the energy of hope and joy and appreciation and gratitude. And exactly. you know, we we put that energy out. Yes, yes, and especially that one, the gratitude, keeping an attitude of gratitude at all times, no matter what, and looking for even if it's. One big black painting looking for that white little tiny spot or speck of light and focus on that until it amplifies. I think that is a very powerful one. And if we do that in humans, not only in situations and things we look at, but in humans and human behavior, we can always choose to focus on the light, even if it's a tiny bit. Well, you know, I, I know that people, you know, I've got people that say don't wear the mask anytime because you're part of the problem you know and i would say well <clears throat> that might be part of the problem but the problem is i can't get in the grocery store without wearing them <laughs> so i know and it's worse here if in and some pl places if you do not have the mask on they will charge you 750 euros mamacita Ooh, la. that is a lot i mean you know who has 750 euros in your pocket like oh here sorry police officer no and they need money It's easy money, you know, they can just charge you on the street. And if you can't pay for it, they'll give you a, I don't know, you can probably have a down payment. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's happening. Okay. It's a joke. That, that, that's really sad. It has, well, I live in this, you know, a free state. It's called Florida in the United States. We are a free state. We're Our kids are in school. They've been in school where businesses are open. Yes, there's social distancing and there's mask wearing. And in some places, you can't do certain things because of the preference of those fear-filled groups of people or right. whatever. But we are in a free state, thankfully. Oh gosh! But yes. when be grateful if you if you if you're in that environment where you have to wear these darn masks. Now, one of the things that about the masks, I, I, I'm assuming that the people in the deep know understand this, okay? What they didn't bet on is that we wouldn't see it, is that when you put the mask on, and these masks are made of paper and cloth, when you put those masks on, it's an organic covering over your face. When you're dealing with Oregon, which is the... You know, yep. the, the prime force, the source of all life, the, you know, there's so yeah, many different sure. names of it. When you're breathing that in, 
The mask, because it is organic, is acting like a battery, and it's stopping right. the flow of organ into your system to absolutely get the organ flowing again. Because when I put the mask on, I know I got oxygen, but I feel like I can't breathe because I couldn't, I, and I realized it was the organ. So what you need to know, people, please listen to me very carefully, is get yourself colloidal silver in a spray bottle. Okay, colloidal silver. And then just spray that mask. You don't have to soak it. You just have to put a little on there because what you're putting on there is nanoparticles of silver. And that causes another reaction to organ because when organ meets metal, metal causes organs to flow. Like if you got a wire, it's going to flow down the wire. It right. just is the nature. This is science. This is a science they don't mm-hmm. want you to know, but it is a science. And when you put those yeah. masks on, now you are going to not feel that that weird kind of lightheadedness thing. It's not really an oxygen depletion. It's your organ levels are all. Yes, you can, you 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 can get them from your skin, and they're all around you. But to breathe it deeply into your body, you know, when they talk mm-hmm. about deep breathing, you're deep. You're breathing an organ. Actually, prana. Yep. Yep. So, um, and I have to say something because you told me that many months ago, and I'm deeply appreciative because of that information you gave me. Because since I heard you say that, and I done it myself, now I don't have to wear a mask very often. Only like maybe once a week when I go to the grocery store. But even you know the the 15 minutes I wear the mask, and I have about a very fluffy one. You know, it bothers me, and I've tried to do that. So I know it works. It immediately makes a difference, and. Everyone I, I run into, and I can if I have the chance, and I've spoken to my dentist and my doctor and so many people I've shared this information with, and it, I strongly invite other people who are hearing this for the first time, please, what Nancy says is accurate. I've been making organites for, for, for many, many years, so I understand the concept of organ life force energy and how it works, and it works like a charm. It is so important, especially for people that are wearing masks throughout the day, every day, day in, day out, because they have to, because of their job or whatever, um, do it because it helps. And my dentist, she's been doing it now for two weeks, actually, because I went for a um, dentist appointment. I told her she was really suffering, and she said, oh, my God, I have to wear a double mask, and I'm airy, and I'm spinning the entire day, and I try to breathe as much as I can when I go to the bathroom. It's really ridiculous and these people have to right they have no choice and since i've shared this uh, information with her she's been doing it and she sent me a text and she was like oh thank you so much so i'm thanking you nancy for sharing this very important and powerful useful information and and people need to share that with their friends and family as much as you can because a lot of people have to wear these awful things every day to work so thank you for that well, what you do is you carry the the spray bottle. You can get it. It's not that expensive, and you don't. They have different uh, grades of it, and how much nanoparticles are in it. Just get what you can afford. The more, the better. But you know, it doesn't matter. The less is going to work. But you take this thing with you, the spray bottle, and you tell people, you know. Those masks, they hold a lot of bacteria and a lot of really bad stuff. But if you spray it with this stuff colloidal silver it will break down the you won't have that bacteria growing in there because it's an antibacterial okay don't even mention organ (laughs) (laughs) true just antibacterial and another thing which is also very important i think people should know and i don't know about in the united states but here in europe a lot of people are choosing to wear these blue masks god knows where they're made Uh, a lot of people are saying they carry teflon in there and then people don't change them and use them days after days. Um, I always suggest just use uh, one that you make yourself or you purchase that is as thin as possible. And I got one which I found amazing. It's made from uh, the same fabric as a bathing suit. So it's super light. And I took the liner out because it had like a cotton liner. I just removed it. So it's super, super thin. It looks like I'm, you know following the rules and it's you know a good mask but there's air coming in from all sides so really be picky on choosing a a mask that works for you and if you've got to wear it every day change it at least two three times a day and wash it every day because a lot of people are just reusing their masks and that makes no sense to me well with the colloidal silver in it it's much safer you can wear them longer yeah 
But listen, we are over the hour now, so um, we're going to have to shut down here. Would you like to say something, one wrap-up thing? Well, I think everybody who's listening, you know, I assume they're all people of the heart. And so I think the most important thing right now is that we support one another, we pray, we visualize the best outcome possible, and especially we pray for those who are still asleep and still under the spell of the program. See them like you see the, the content of the vaccines as salt water. Let's imagine all the hearts and the consciousness of all these people in alignment with source energy, with the highest good unfolding for all and see that also for this planet, for this timeline, for this reality, that everything somehow will work out in the name of love and light. Victory to the light. Excellent. Thank you so very much.